on this episode, episode of JR the P. Now, I ain't no fucking medical officer, but I could fucking tell you that much. Don't take a fucking genius. I mean, look at these ignoramuses. They don't know a damn thing. It's pretty fucking obvious. And we're living in a time where we have to make our own health decisions and make our own health strategies. We're adults. I mean, I don't know about you, but I got eyes. I got ears. I got nostrils. I can see things. I can hear things. I can smell things. You know, make a decision on how I want to conduct my life and what's best for my health. You know, they'd be going on and on about this monkeypox thing. You know, gay monkeys having sex or whatever the hell it is. I'd, come on, man, it ain't my fault. Take a look at what they're saying. It affects like, you know, promiscuous homosexual communities. It's, um, there's so many motivational speakers. There's so many health programs. There's so many people speaking this basic concept of responsibility. Personal accountability. And if you can look inward, stop looking outward. Stop blaming others for your problems and look to see what you can do for yourself. And interestingly enough, the more I live my life, I see that we all suffer the basic problem. You know, a lot of us are born into crazy families with no love. Doesn't matter if it's a rich family or poor family. You know, if you're coming up into a family with no love, meaning there's crazy egos at play, there's anger, there's anxiety, you know, mother flying off the handle. Why are you kids doing this? Why are you kids doing that? She's angry, she's impatient, she's a blabbermouth. The father, he's weak. He's the same way. He's just like his mother, you know. (laughs) Bitching at the kids. It creates this anxiety and this anger. And these kids grow up in these houses with no love. And then they become a mirror image of their fucked up parents. So the cycle continues. You know, absentee fathers. Crazy mothers driving the father out of the home. Low life fathers who for whatever reason, can't stand up and take up their responsibilities in life. It's craziness. It all stacks from no love. And when you have that anger, it's so easy to look outward and look to an enemy and look to this and look to that when the answers are within. Wagwan. What's happening, ladies and gents? It's your old chuckle buddy. Guess who? Jonathan James Ramcharan, reporting live for duty on this magnificent August 19th in the year of our Lord, 2022. Welcome and bienvenue to Jonathan Ramcharan, the podcast. Oh, hey, folks. How you doing? If you're new to the show, Jonathan Ramcharan, the podcast, that is, this is a show where I gob, gab, squeak and squawk about myself in order to relate to y'all self, y'all the dear listener, y'all the dear viewer. Shared experiences, kindred souls, 
BFFs forever. Yeah. Forever and ever. Amen. Have you ever been to church? We talk like current events, politics, entertainment, the whole wackadoo, the whole enchilada, folks. The time to the time. You can't go wrong. The show's available on Apple, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, my own website, Janathan, pronounced Janathan, Janathan-Ramcharan.com. And as always, folks, if you're enjoying the show, getting some laughs, chuckles, gags, guffaws, chortles, please, would you help my black ass out already? Share me with a friend. Sharing is caring, folks. You know what truly is. I'm going to point my finger in your face. You share this podcast. All right? You share it. I don't care what your friends and family and colleagues may think of you. Knowing that you listen to a deviant miscreant like myself. I don't care. You share this podcast. Well, I'm coming for you, boy. Or girl, wherever you are. I'm coming for you. I got your IP address. Okay, enough with the idle threats. Quick sip of tea, boss. Don't mind me, boss. A little orange pico, almond milk, little cane sugar. Delicious little treat. Oh, you gotta love it. You just gotta love it. So yeah, um, the news cycle, what's going on in the world, August 2022, mid-August 2022. Here we are, post-pandemic. Though some would say COVID-19 is an ongoing uh, problem, Omicron, uh, flu season, winter months are coming. But uh, correct me if I'm wrong, and I don't give a shit if I am wrong, if you correct me, but isn't COVID-19 basically an endemic? Basically, it's, um, hey, it's going to be around like the common flu. Ain't no big deal. Here we are, um, I guess like two years, pretty much two years. When, when did it start? March 2020. March 2020, March 2021, March, April, March 2022. So yeah, we're like two plus years into this fucking fiasco. And they're going on and on about this damn bloody thing. And it's just a bunch of mumbo jumbo. Like as I have been reiterating pretty much from the start, your weekly, monthly, yearly, till you dumb motherfuckers see clearly, COVID-19 is a political weapon used to disrupt global economies, and gain control for whatever nefarious reason. Now, I don't know what that nefarious reason is, but it's nefarious, all right. Hey. There's something awfully squooey going on around here. Uh, oh, that wascoey Wuhan wabbit. There's something awfully squooey going on around here. Awfully screwy. Because when you really think about it, I mean, they said what? They said it was um, from the wet markets of Wuhan. Then it was from a bat. Then it was released from a laboratory. And then it was a uh, dose one, dose two, dose three, dose four. Are you fully vaccinated? Are you fully dosed? Here we are, 
two plus years later and it's like an endemic and it's going to be like a covid season and I mean, who really knows where it came from or what happened? Yeah, we threw the world into like a fucking tizzy for two plus years, locking businesses down, ruining businesses, creating anxiety, mental stress, you know, alcohol, drug problems went up, mental health crises going up, you know, broken families, broken men and women, you know, depressed children, empty playing grounds, but, uh, you know... Get your fifth dose, and who knows where it came from? And Omicron, and these dummy dildo dickhead doorknob ignoramuses eat this shit up with a ladle. It's absolutely flabbergasting, completely redonkulous when you really fucking think about it. What was this whole fucking thing about? And the stats didn't change as far as I can tell, you know. According to the WHO, World Health Organization, their website, the stats were all pretty much the same, consistent throughout. You know, upwards of 80%, greater than 80% of people, like high 80s, probably 90s, like the vast majority of people who catch COVID-19 can recover without any specific treatment. It affects the elderly the poor at health, the overly obese. Children are pretty much immune. And it ain't to rag on them old timers or them, you know, large in the loafers, you know, overly obese people. It's to say, hey, these are the realities of life. Circumstances arise. And it's a wake-up call for us to take care of our health. And living in fear and isolation is equally as taxing on the body as covering a mask, wearing a mask, uh, 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 stay indoors. Uh, uh. You know, it's equally as stressful. Now, I ain't no fucking medical officer, but I could fucking tell you that much. Don't take a fucking genius. I mean, look at these ignoramuses. They don't know a damn thing. It's pretty fucking obvious. And we're living in a time where we have to make our own health decisions and make our own health strategies. We're adults. I mean, I don't know about you, but I got eyes. I got ears. I got nostrils. I can see things. I can hear things. I can smell things. You know, make a decision on how I want to conduct my life and what's best for my health. You know, they'd be going on and on about this monkeypox thing. You know, gay monkeys having sex or whatever the hell it is. I, come on, man, it ain't my fault. Take a look at what they're saying. It affects like you know, promiscuous homosexual communities. It's slightly transferable. Again, the data's still kind of out to lunch on it. Who knows? You know, they want to corral it as a, as affecting I don't know what black people. Does it affect homosexuals? Does it affect who who knows? From what I can gather, it's just like another leg for them to lean on of this fear, anger, aggression. You know, tenements the dark side. Always what can't be done with you. You know, as Master Yoda would say. <laughs>
this fear, anger, and aggression. They want to clamp down and lock down till the end of time. They want control over our lives, folks. Isn't that fucking obvious? Don't take a fucking genius, you know? So that's pretty much the news cycle. <laughs> um, the last two years, and here we are, August, mid-August, 2022. And yo... just a bit much that's kind of my um stance and you know to the south of us i hail out of canada i'm a canuck eh to the south um you know there's a lot of turmoil going on in the states um one big news article right now is um the fbi raid on president trump fake news china flu Grabbed by the pussy. The FBI like raided his. Forgive me if I'm wrong, but um, his Mar-a-Lago residence. He has a huge, beautiful property in, I believe, Florida, Miami, Florida, Florida, Mar-a-Lago. I think I don't. I don't know, but um, yeah, I think Florida. And the FBI like raided his estate over these classified presidential documents or whatever mumbo jumbo and there's a lot of civil strife going on down there um that's a big subject i'm gonna put a pin in it you know maybe i'll chew into that i've talked about that before in previous episodes you know you can search my catalog jr the p available on apple Podcasts, spotify odyssey youtube and my own website, jonathan-raptran.com. You know, it's usually in the title, alluded to in the title. So you can check out my catalog. I've talked about various things regarding United States. This whole Trump era. Could I put a pin in it for now? And, um, you know, dip back into that at a later time. But a lot of civil strife going on in the States. And... Um, as we're their neighbors up here in Canada, Canuck, Canada, up here in Canada, eh? As um, their neighbor, you know, somewhat affects us, you know? A lot of times we follow suit with the states. A lot of our trade with the states. Um, and just like, you know, the Christian values that have made these two nations very strong, um the uh, just kind of like the societal outlook for the most part are very similar, you know? Definitely with entertainment and lifestyle, maybe not always with politics or, um, I guess, um, like a national outlook, you know? Canada's more of like a alleged melting pot Whereas America seems to be very, you know, red, white, and blue, you know, born in the USA, motherfucker, kind of very patriotic. So I don't know. It's all in the eye of the beholder. But there's a lot of stuff going on in U.S., So, 
food for thought. Till next time. Quick sip of tea, balls. Don't mind me, balls. Now, as we, as I say, you know, all this crap going on in the world, what I'm doing right now is like I'm focusing on what I can do. And what I can do is stay healthy and stay mindful and stay on my point, you know, the point of what I need to do in my life. A lot of people are looking outward for answers. Answers are within, you know. It's, um, there's so many motivational speakers. There's so many health programs. There's so many people speaking this basic concept of responsibility. Personal accountability. And if you can look inward, stop looking outward. Stop blaming others for your problems, and look to see what you can do for yourself. And interestingly enough, the more I live my life, I see that we all suffer the basic problem. You know, a lot of us are born into crazy families with no love. doesn't matter if it's a rich family or poor family. You know, if you're coming up into a family with no love, meaning... There's crazy egos at play. There's anger. There's anxiety. You know, mother flying off the handle. Why are you kids doing this? Why are you kids doing that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's angry. She's impatient. She's a blabbermouth. The father, he's weak. He's the same way. He's just like his mother, you know. Why are you kids doing Bitching at the kids. It creates this anxiety and this anger. And these kids grow up in these houses with no love. And then they become a mirror image of their fucked up parents. So the cycle continues. You know, absentee fathers, crazy mothers driving the father out of the home. Low life fathers who, for whatever reason, can't stand up and take up their responsibilities in life. It's craziness. It all stacks from no love. And... When you have that anger, it's so easy to look outward and look to an enemy and look to this and look to that when the answers are within. You know, there's a lot of people talking this and I've learned this in various um, searching, the searching that I've done, the various searches, I'm talking about my life as a Google search, you know, <laughs> how to fix my life. You know, searching it on Google. But I mean, the search that I've done in my life, the personal journeys that I've gone on, you know, don't want to go squawking about it right now. I mean, just dip back to episode one, JR the P, get quite in depth about it. But, you know, I've done my thing, been on my journey. And the basic accountability, the responsibility and the accountability, I mean, yeah, it's true. All of us, all of us probably have somebody we could look to and be like, you know what? If you weren't so fucked up when I was younger, or if if you didn't fuck with me at that point in my life, or you didn't do me wrong at that point in my life, maybe things could have been easier for me. Maybe things could have been better, different. But now that I am an adult, well, shoulda, woulda, coulda, who cares? I gotta get on with my life. 
And that's the basic struggle of everybody, more or less. And of course, there are cultural and worldly problems, you know. I can really only speak from a viewpoint of a Westerner here in North America. But on a global level, yes, of course, there are societal problems, but it always undoubtedly stems from that anger and resentment in the home, in the family, in the bringing up of the children. I mean, I've often wondered, it's like, what did my parents even want? Like, I look at the way the little fragments of the family that we came up in, just the odd situation and really the, unfortunately, the norm and ain't nothing new. I mean, there's plenty of families that have no love and no care for their members, right? So it was basically like that, just a fragmented, uncared for family. And I look at it and I think like, what did we, like, what did my parents even want? Like, what did they want for their lives? So my job is to forgive them, understand that they did the best they could. They know not what they do. And for me to overcome and to transcend and drop my anger. You know? Um, What I've been doing to address some of those things is, you know, well... Healthy body, healthy mind. I've been working out. Working out, boy. It helps to like clear the mind and, you know, I haven't always treated my body like a temple, you know. Smoking that <laughs> la 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 and <laughs> you know, getting smashed on the regular. Smoking cigarettes. <laughs> you know. Been there, done that, hadn't always done it, but like the last, I can say, six years, coming up six years, and definitely within the last little while, has been just a major emphasis emphasis on health. Working out, I, you know... First of all, it comes down to diet. Many problems in health can be alleviated with diet, right? So what I do is I'm like a pescatarian slash vegetarian slash whatever the hell you want to call me. Like somewhat of a vegetarian, somewhat of a pescatarian. Pescatarian is a person that will eat fish, you know, but they don't eat other meat. So tomato, tomato. What you can call me, or basically what I am, is I eat fish, I eat eggs, I eat dairy products, fruits, and vegetables. I eat no meat. That is, I don't eat pork, I don't eat pork, I don't eat cow, I don't eat chicken, none of that shit, you know? No pig, no... Chicken, no cow, just fish, eggs, and, uh, you know, fruits and vegetables, nuts, dairy, 
That's the kind of diet that I'm on, that Japanese sort of diet, that Mediterranean type of diet. From what I gather, those are the healthiest diets in the world. People who eat that type of diet tend to live very long. Try to keep the meals, try to eat, you know, try to space out the time between meals, like, you know, 10, 12 hours between meals, slight meals, um, try to prioritize protein, try to take it easy on the carbs. I'm not going to say that I'm off of sugar, because I mean, fuck it. You know what I mean? You have to have a little fun in life, right? So like, I'm definitely making it a point to monitor my sugar intake. Because I mean, I can go through a fucking bag of gummy bears, no problem. You know, them, uh, the ones that I like lately are them Jolly Rancher Misfits. Even though it's a little... Like the marketing, like misfit, like these like weird creatures that they concoct and make into little gelatin fruit snacks. Misfits, it's like half unicorn, half mermaid. I mean, getting a little with the marketing, but like they're very good gummies. Jolly Rancher misfits, you know, bunch of weirdos really, right? So I've been eating them. I can go through a bag of Jolly Rancher Misfits, gummy bears, you fucking name it, boy. You know, you can't even trust me around a fucking box of um, granola bars. I mean, if you want to leave me unmonitored around a box of granola bars, that's at your peril, you know? Come back. What happened to the box of uh, fucking granola bars? (coughs) Fucking not. What box of granola bars? <laughs> you know what I mean? I've been fucking with these Cliff Bars lately. Cliff Bars. You heard of these? Cliff Bar. They're not like an official sponsor of JR the B, but um, you know, I've been dinking around with these lately. They're actually high in protein. There's like, well, I don't know if that's high, but substantial. 10 grams of protein per bar. 10 grams of protein per bar, 21 grams of sugar, high in sugar, 250 calories, 6 grams of fat. That's like your daily intake. But here's the thing. These are good for um, activity. So like I'll pop one of these, I'll knock out one of these a couple hours before I go for a jog, you know, and before I work out. And it helps to, you know, rebuild the muscle, the protein, gives you that energy, the calories, the energy to do a workout, and it's good. It's like fuel. So I'm trying it out. It seems to be, this is like, you know, it's been like, I don't know, maybe a couple days. We'll see how it goes. It's been going good. The nice thing about these two is, as I mentioned, like I'm a sucker for granola bars, right? Go through a box of them, no problem. These bad boys... They're tasty, but they're not addictive or they're not really crave-worthy. I find you don't really crave these. Like you eat one, they taste good, but you don't really, I mean, it's like they're kind of, you know, take it or leave it. They're good. They're tasty while you're doing it, but come back to it at a later time. 
right? So, you know, this one here is a uh, peanut butter banana with dark chocolate. Tasty little morsel. See a little dork? See a little guy climbing on the cliff? That's why I guess they call it a cliff bar. You know, jump off a cliff in order to eat one of these things, I guess. But, you know. So, you know. That's all in the world of um, health. It's all 100% organic. Plant-based. 70% organic ingredients. Plant-based. And it's like, you know, a thoughtful way for me to, you know, work on my health and try to keep it in my lane during these times of fear, anger, aggression. These are tenements of the dark side. You know, clomp down on a fucking cliff bar and, you know, and the world can go fuck itself. I don't give a shit, right? Also... Be popping pills, boy. Them pills. I've seen so many places. I've seen so many faces. But nothing compares to them blue and yellow purple pills. I've been to Mushroom Mountain once or twice, but who's counting? You know? I'll be popping them pills, boy. Um, I've been doing this for a while now, actually. This is a D3. little D3 pill. Cod liver oil. Cod liver oil is good for your, uh, you know, heart health and uh, joints. I think it's good for joints, you know. Some fish oil. It's good for the old joints. Keep the joints nice and uh, lubed, lubed, lube, lubricated, lubed up. And the D3 is good for, like, immune systems and shit and blah, 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 blah. Apparently, it's good for um, fighting off COVID-19, ironically. It's that sun Vitamin. You say you malnutrition and need some vitamin D and invited me to that tingles in your spine. Vitamin D. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Uh, you yeah, know, so that's what I'm doing. And I've been doing a lot of calisthenics. 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 Calisthenics, calisthenics. It's a hard word to say. And, you know, I've been doing pull-ups. I got a pull-up bar. So, you know, I've been doing pull-ups. I've been doing push-ups. Um, knee raises, you know, when you hang from the bar and you raise your knees. It's a good way to work the abs. Uh, a lot of free, a lot of body weight exercises. Using my body weight to build muscle, to build flexibility, to build stamina and stability. Calenthetics. Yeah. So. It's been good. Been very good. And um, I hope that, um, you know, that is food for thought, interesting, and, and it could spark some ideas. You know. I highly recommend it. Um, and to break it down here real quick, um, you know, obviously do your own health research, find out what's good for your body, but consider um, going, you know, pescatarian slash vegetarian. That's what I do. I eat fish. 
I eat eggs, I eat dairy products, fruits, vegetables, nuts. Take it easy on the sugar, but I'm not a bitch about it. I mean, if I want a fucking gummy bear, I'll have a gummy bear. Maybe not the whole bag. Well, actually, no, I'm actually at the point where it's like, I have to, you know, I'd have to buy like a single gummy bear. Like, can can I buy one gummy bear? You know, like, I have to buy like a single gummy bear because if I have a bag, I'll just eat the bag. But, you know, I'm still monitoring it. And these type of diets are very um, health conscious. People live a long time, you know, like Japanese culture. I think like Greek Mediterranean. Is that Greek Mediterranean? Like them type of diets, you know, olive oil, you know, fish, you know, vegetables. These type of diets, people tend to live a long time. And it's also good for the animals. I mean, it's pretty savage the way chicken pork beef is like raised and cultivated it's pretty barbaric at times really that's another big component of why i don't eat meat it's pretty barbaric as well i ain't one of them types that are gonna you know get into other people's business though as long as it's done responsibly to each their own I buy free-range eggs. As long as we can source these things ethically to each their own. But it's something to consider. For health reasons and just for um, environmental and animal welfare. Definitely something to consider. And um, that helps, you know, get the body nice and... Nice and geared up then i top it off with the working out the running the jogging the calisthenics push-ups sit-ups pull-ups dumbbell curls squats using my body weight to build strength stamina stability calisthenics so yeah definitely check that out it helps the body it helps the mind it's really helping me during these times and um you know I'm almost reaching nirvana. Yeah. True happiness, inner enlightenment. You know, I'm close to, close, so close, so close to reaching nirvana. You know, Om Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Hare Hare. Fuck all that. Like I'm a Christian. I believe in God and, you know, working on my relationship with Christ, you know, and, but like I'm close to nirvana, boy. Because, like, I was at the Dollarama just the other day, right? And, you know, I'm standing there in line. And I'm the kind of person where it's like, I'm aware. I ain't one of them dummies who just, like, wandering through the streets, not paying attention. I'm aware, boy. And when I'm shopping, shopping is kind of enjoyable. You know, I'm not going to act like... It isn't. Sometimes it is nice to go shopping, window shopping. Sometimes it's a nice way to, you know, what the heck, right? You work hard for your money, you need something, and, you know, you go and you shop, right? Sometimes it's nice. But pretty much I consider shopping, especially like grocery shopping, I consider that to be a chore. In and out. What do I need? Go to the till. Let's go. And I'm not anxious and I'm not impatient, 
but I'm just to the point. You know, I ain't running people over or pushing people out of the way or demanding service when I go to the grocery store, but I'm just to the point. So the other day I'm at Dollarama, picking up a few things, standing there in line. Now, I don't know how your local Dollarama functions, but a lot of times at Dollarama, I don't know, it's weird. They got, the cashiers are doing like double duty. They like, a lot of times they're behind the till, but when there's no customers, they have to rush out from behind the till and go stock the shelves. So they're all over the fucking place, right? So sometimes when you go to the checkout, it takes a second or two to get a cashier. Pardon me, folks. Pause. There's a fucking Amelia Earhart hovering over my fucking apartment. Holy moly, do you hear this thing? I think it's Jeff Bezos. He's going to space again. Take me with you. I believe. Live long and prosper, motherfucker. How do you do that Spock thing? Live long and prosper. I can't really do that. Like It's kind of weird. Like My hands are a little gibbled that way. Like, my, my hands are pretty strong. Like I'm a working man and I play bass. But like for some reason, certain dexterities in my hand are a little fucked. Like I can't really do that. Live long and prosper. I can do that. Shout! Shout! Running with the devil! Eh, never mind that shit. Gentle Jesus, risen Lord, we come to your table. I love Jesus, but... Alright, it's gone. Fucking planes flying overhead. Anyway. I recant. Or rather, I regroup. I restart. I'm in line at the Dollarama. Like I say, the cashiers can't always hop to you whenever you're standing in line. They're off fucking around, stocking shelves and shit. So sometimes it takes a minute or two to get service. So I'm standing there in line. And, you know, I'm just waiting for a cashier. And I hear approaching behind me this woman. Typical female fashion, clusterfuck, like, she's got all this shit, bags, shit dropping, shit, it's just, oh, God, why couldn't she have just gotten a cart? Like, they have carts. If you knew you were going to be buying everything in stock at the Dollarama, why wouldn't you put it in a cart? No, she's got it all jumbled in her arms. (laughs) Huffing and puffing, coming up behind me, right? I'm like, oh, God, anxious. Anxious, anxious, anxious. An anxious person. Now I'm in her orbit, right? So I'm standing there and I'm waiting. I'm next in line. The cashier appears. She's behind the till. She's setting up. She's getting ready to start transacting transactions. They usually wave you over. That's how they do it. They go, next in line, please. You know what I'm talking about, right? So I'm standing there. I see the cashier. She's setting up her till, and I'm waiting for her to call me over. I mean, what's the point in rushing over in front of her if she's not even open yet? Why not let her take her time, set her shit up? She's going to call me. Obviously, right? 
Well, that fucking woman behind me, (laughs) I think she can take you. I think she can take you. And I just kind of look and I look at the lady, the cashier, the cashier finishes setting up and I go, thank you. And I go to the cashier. And why I think I'm closely achieving nirvana is because I didn't really get upset in that moment. Because one thing I've known my entire life, and one thing I believe in, and I will always believe in, is calm, patience. Actually kind of comes pretty natural to me. I can find myself at times getting wrapped up and swept up and I need to calm down, but I'm pretty good at keeping calm. And anxiety and stress are just such a turnoff to me. And imposition, imposition, imposition drives me bonkers. I mean, it's all a matter of perspective. I mean, on one hand, maybe I am making a bigger deal about it than it really is. Maybe it's my ego popping forward, being offended that somebody would tell me what to do. Get in my business. Hey, she can take you over there. Well, no shit. What the? What else am I standing in this line for? Right? Maybe it's my own ego rearing its ugly head, judging another person for being impatient and imposing. Maybe it's my own ego. Maybe it's me making a bigger deal about it than it is. But then there's my perspective when it's like, how crazy is it to impose on a person, to talk to a person, just to command a person, get into another person's business? Her need to impose set off a chain reaction where she's now imposing on me, getting into my business, trying to get me to get into the cashier's business. The cashier was not ready for me. That was obvious. You ever have somebody say something to you when it's like you're she, they're telling you to look at a situation, but you're not seeing the situation the same way she is? This woman is imposing on me. I think she's ready for you. She's ready for you. And I, what, I, what I heard and what I saw, it just felt like a lie. I didn't see the same reality. I was like, she's not ready for me. That's why I'm still standing here. If she was ready for me, her till would be open and she'd call me over. She was setting up her till. She was getting ready. She hadn't even logged into the register, whatever. She wasn't ready for me. Now I got this woman imposing on me, barking orders at me. And then what? Now she wants me to go stomp over there and get into the cashier space? Like you might as well let the cashier just get ready, right? Like why rush somebody? And that might sound stupid. Like I I know that. I know that some people don't see it the way I see it. They might see it as in like, no, when I go to the grocery store, it's time to go. And the cashier should be doing her job. And when I'm there, I'm there. And I want it this way. And now, now, now. And the customer's always right. Like, I know some people see it that way. But I see it the way where it's like, if they're working, 
let them work and have a little patience. I mean, she's obviously setting up the till so she can take my order. Why not just let her set it up and call me over when she's ready? Why breathe down her fucking neck for no reason? I mean, we're in a dollarama after all, you know. It's not like we're lining up to flee a burning building. We're, we're standing in line to buy Doritos and fucking Tic Tacs at a fucking discount rate at the dollar store. Like, what's the fucking emergency, right? She can take you! She can take you! She can take... Well, if she could take me, she would have called me over, obviously. I mean, that's if you've ever grocery shopped in your life. Next, please, is what they say. They look at you with eye contact. Next, please, and wave you over. They don't have their head down, typing into a computer, opening boxes, fixing things, and she was obviously not ready to take me yet. And that's why I'm closely approaching Nirvana. Because it's like, I didn't really get upset. And I thought about it. And, you know, part of this whole healthy body, healthy mind is to be non-judgmental. That young woman who imposed on me and she's carrying her shit all in on a jumble and she's in her little world. She's in her little world. It's not my world. And I don't have to take it personally. I don't even have to think about it. it. Just is what it is. Some people see things the way they see them. And judge not, lest thee be judged. Or let you be judged, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Judge not, or you'll be judged. That's the way she sees things. That's the way she does things. I don't have to make it a bigger deal than it is. And um, I was pretty calm. And I remember I walked out of the situation. I'm like, wow, that woman really imposed on me. That's the type of thing that generally gets my dander up, really gets my panties in a knicker when these fucking retards be up on my fucking grill, boy. All right? It's the type of shit that makes me sick to my stomach. But for some reason, I, able, I was able to be like, I mean, I just, hey, what, what, can you, what can you expect? That's how people are. And why judge them? Am I always perfect? Do I impose upon people at times? I'm sure I do. Right? So it's like, live and let live. And I'm trying to get to that place of non-judgment because it's so important um, as a podcaster, as a performer, that, and first and foremost, as, as a human being, you know, as a child of God, I got to love my neighbor as I love myself. And understand that it ain't nothing personal. And that's just human nature to impose. And these small things become big things. I mean, yeah. Somebody imposing on another person in a dollar store lineup. A dollar store lineup. Okay, what are we even talking about here? But it's not that far a step from then opposing on a person in traffic. And in a split second, that imposition, that ego, that flaring of tempers could cause an accident that kills somebody. Or to impose on a person in a social situation when alcohol is being um, ingested. You're at the bar. 
and you're feeling yourself a little too much and you had a couple drinks in you and somebody looked at you the wrong way and they made a comment and next thing you know you're smashing a beer mug over their fucking face and oh now you're up for manslaughter second degree murder just because you had a couple drinks in you and you wanted to clobber somebody over the head with a beer mug you know imposing judgmental you know when you when you perceive things that other people do and you watch what other people do and you judge what other people do and you're into other people's business you're into the world and yo don't take a genius to see there ain't nothing in the world but death that's the fucking product they push that's the thing they sell fear anger and aggression these are the tenements of the dark side Fear, anger, aggression. These are tenements on the dark side. That's what they sell, man. It's all fear and bullshit. And when you're judging your fellow man, there ain't no love in you and you got resentment in you. And it takes up so much mental space where like, I want to be me. Fully myself. Express myself. And with all these judgments of my fellow man in my head, it takes up a lot of space, takes up a lot of energy. I mean, i just been going on for 20 minutes about some crazy woman at a Dollarama imposing on me to hurry up and pay for my Doritos. That was like fucking four days ago, you know? Like that was like five, four or five days ago. Here I am talking about it. Like see the space it takes up in your head? When you're like judging your fellow man and woman. And everybody does it. Why? Because our egos scream out. Consider me. See me. Hear me. The final step I think I have in clearing my mind and clearing my ego is you truly can't, at least for myself, I truly can't need anything from others And that includes basic respect. I mean, I can't even need people's basic respect or consideration because they don't have it. Most people don't have the basic respect and consideration for their fellow man. Fuck you. It's about me. Get out of my way. That's the message. Isn't that the message in society when you walk down the street? Fuck you. Get out of my way. It's about me. I don't care if I'm walking in the bike lane. It's about me. I don't care if I'm going to cut you off in traffic. It's about me. Fuck off. You fucking go do whatever the fuck you want to do. It's about me. That's the overwhelming message of society. More or less. And my job is to not be bothered by that and to not need anything anything at all from anyone because I got a laundry list of uh, expectations of people you walk up on me a certain way I'm going to judge you you talk to me a certain way I'm going to judge you if you act a certain way in my vicinity I'm going to judge you whereas I should have no judgment I should just have love and understanding and respect for, for my fellow man and fellow woman what other people do is completely what they do. And I have to discern 
what I find safe and acceptable to be around. But I should have no other opinion other than that, no other thought other than that. And no need, no need whatsoever. Because I seem to have a need, I noticed about myself, I seem to have a need to be considered. Not respected, not appreciated, not but considered. It's like the least you guys can do is consider me, right? Like if we're walking down the sidewalk, why do you have to barrel into my lane? Why can't you see that we're two people walking down the sidewalk? I'm in my lane. You're in your lane. Just stay in your lane. Why do you got to walk all up on me? Why can't you just have basic consideration for me? Or like that lady at the dollar store. She's talking at me, imposing upon me, commanding me. It's like, why can't she just have the basic consideration for me? It's like, miss, I know you may be in a rush. And I know that you may be stressed out. And I know that you live in your life. But don't you find it kind of fucking ridiculous that you're talking to a complete stranger, giving them orders, getting in their business, commanding their attention? I mean, I find it crazy. I mean, if you were to ask me what crazy is, crazy is talking at a person who didn't say anything to you. Crazy is imposing yourself where you weren't asked. Crazy is trying to tell people what to do. That's crazy to me. I mean, one facet of it, of course. But then there's the flip side where it's like, well, aren't I crazy for expecting other people to know that? That's kind of crazy. To expect people to know that, you know, you really shouldn't impose on a person. You know, you're really asking for a punch in the face when you tell somebody what to do. Did you know that? That's like an open invitation to say, hey, come and punch me in the face. Is when you tell somebody what to do. Most people don't know that. And the only thing holding them back from getting knocked out is, um, you know, the law. <laughs> like, think about it. If it was the Wild West days, people would be getting plugged, shot, killed left, right, and center for all these petty little grievances. Running your mouth at a person, you know? So I'm close to Nirvana. With the lights out, this is dangerous. Here we are now, entertain us. Where the good folks go when they die to go to the river of Bill to die. Fried chicken on the 1st of July. What else should I be? All apologies. What else could I say? Everyone was gay. Is that the lyric? I'm close to Nirvana. Inner enlightenment, inner happiness, joy, elation. I don't want or need anything from anyone. And I want to replace that space of judgment and hate with love. And um, new horizons, new frontiers. So many other things I could be thinking about. Like, I mean, you ever heard that statistic? Um, you know, it was like, what is that fucking egghead? You know, MC squared or whatever. E equals MC squared or relativity. Fucking Newton or Einstein. Didn't Einstein and all these, you know, these intellectual types 
It's like 90% of the brain power that we have is like untapped. And I think a lot of it is we, we clog up our channels of thought with just petty bullshit. What the neighbor's doing, what they're doing, what the next person is doing. Just focus on you. And allow some love into your heart and stop judging your fellow man because they're going through the same shit as you. They're just as retarded as you. <laughs> so I'm digging that. Quick sip of tea, boss. Don't mind me, boss. Oh, yeah. Right. And a little housekeeping before I skedaddle. If you're a returning guest to JR the P, or if you're a new guest to JR the P, if you know, if you don't know, if you may or may not know, oh, hell, maybe you surmised. I am an actor extraordinaire. Fest being the bone, ladies and gentlemen, and damn proud of it. And um, all that stuff I spoke on in regards to health, very important for the actor. Anybody in any career, whatever your career is, um, you would do well to take stock of your health. Stretching, exercising, hydrating, proper diet. You mean, and you don't have to compare yourself to another. I mean, I go through that as well. You know, I'm not no Olympian. I ain't no athletic wonder. Sometimes I'd be working out and I get frustrated because in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, oh, wow, like, I'm not the best, or, wow, I thought I was faster than this. Like, sometimes I'll be running and doing a jog, and my mind will go back to, you know, 20 years ago when I was in high school or whatever, and I was a little bit quicker. Or, you know, your mind starts judging yourself, and it's just like, whatever. Block that shit out, be in the present, be in the now, and be happy with what you got, and use what you got. Because everybody's got something. You know, everybody's got something in their physical arsenal. Maybe it's the gams. You got great gams. Show those things off, baby. Glutes. Maybe it's the bicep. Maybe it's the chest. Maybe it's the back. Whatever it is. Everyone's got something. And uh, been focusing on that. It's good for the acting. Because, you know, you got to be physical in the roles that you do. And you got to be healthy if you want to be having a long career, longevity. You know, still much to discover in my career. So health is very important. And I'm on that grind, baby. On that grind. And um, definitely more to come. So there you have it, folks. Jonathan Ramcharan, actor extraordinaire. And... I am also a stand-up comedian extraordinaire. Yeah. And uh, coming soon to a theater near you. <clears throat> or a computer screen near you. Jonathan Ramcharan, suitable for no audiences. Yes. That's the comedy special that I recently shot. It's available on YouTube, Odyssey, Anchor, and... Um, Gearing up to do some deep cuts. Yeah. Um, there's already a few clips of it on the net. Gearing up to do a fucking complete fucking blitzkrag 
I'm doing a blitzkrog of fucking um, clips. Clipping the clip, the clip the fuck up, right? So, you know, getting that message, getting that work out there. It's a very, um, I think, inspirational and poignant comedy special. I did it during pandemic. I did it with, um, you know, the spirit of independence and freedom and um, the spirit of faith. There was many times in the production where I had to have faith and I was delivered. Now, I ain't going to say that it's 100% the way I want it to be. I mean, I want to be on fucking, you know, I want to be front page of the Rolling Stone. But as it sits, you know, Jonathan Van Turan, suitable for no audiences, a real humdinger. And um, I was delivered in faith. And, um, you know, onward and upward, baby. You know, the job of a comedian is never done. There's always a dick joke. There's always a shit joke. There's always a political fuck up to be exposed. So, nose to the grindstone, back on the case. Hallelujah. So there you have it, folks. Jonathan Ramteran, stand-up comedian extraordinaire. Well, that about does it for another episode of JR the P. Certainly liked speaking with y'all this afternoon. Certainly um, was motivational, I think. This was a great one if you enjoy my sense of humor, if you want a few tips and recommendations on health, if you want, you know, a little uplifting spirit during these times. I think this was a very motivational pod um, in that regard. It's not for everyone. People are judgmental and assholes. And, you know, a lot of times they're right. I mean, I am a retard after all. But be that as it may, it certainly was enjoyable on my end. And I hope it can be enjoyable on your end. Yes. Hallelujah. Till next time, folks. It's your old chuckle buddy. Guess who? Jonathan James Ramcharan. Reporting live for duty. Signing off from duty. That's the new little thing. Signing off from duty. On this amazing, magnificent August 19th in the year of our Lord, 2022. Yeah. Motivation. What's my motivation? Health. Clear body, clear mind. And don't fall victim to that fear, anger, and aggression. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, YouTube, my own website, jonathan-ramcharan.com. And as always, if you're enjoying the show, getting some laughs, chuckles, gags, guffaws, chortles, please help my black ass out. Share me with a friend. Till next time, folks. You live it, you love it, you realize it. Aight? Peace.